Episode 101 of the Loading Couch. Spiked water, possibly from Flint, Michigan. Weird links and porno actors on the Switch. Comfy couch reviews. Kelk molds his private parts. Questions from listeners. Reach in at your own risk. This is The Loaded Couch. All right, guys, we're back. Episode 101 of The Loaded Couch. I'm Scott Chound. Vision Pegalike. And Celtic Fox. And let's get started with our beer mash. Uh, we did have a homework, uh, again, uh, beer for this <laughs> week's cast. Um, I, from what we've been talking about prior to, it seems Kelk will bring his uh, later in the show. But let's get started with our Smells brown ale homework. Jeez. Oh, yeah, Pidge, too. Jeez, I didn't even look. All right, I, uh, let's get rolling with the beer that we are drinking, though, right now. Uh, go ahead, Kelk. I am trying a limited release from Magic Hat Brewing. Uh, it's called We Heavy Champ. And it's a Scottish ale. It's again Magic Hat Brewing out of South Burlington, Vermont, and it's it's like a really really deep reddish copper color, eight point oh percent alcohol. Pidge, I am drinking the twenty five Dodici from Birra del Borgo. It's a winter ale. It's from East Philadelphia. <laughs> no, Borgo's Italy. It's brown in color and nine and a half percent alcohol. It is brown though. Is that a brown ale? No, not at all. Okay, myself, I'm drinking uh, Winona's Big Brown Ale. It's uh, from Voodoo Brewing out of Meadville, PA. It's a brown ale, of course. It's uh, the color is brown, and this is for our um, Primus listeners out there with a hint of pink. Wink, and it's uh, seven point five percent alcohol. And for those of you that don't get it on the cast, Joe and uh, Pidge. Um, there's Primus, the band, has a song, uh, Why Known as Big Brown Beaver. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. So that's Why Known as Big Brown Ale. <laughs> now it makes sense. What's a beaver? Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, so bottled water sales have more than doubled in the U.S. in the last 15 years, with Americans buying 11.7 billion gallons of the beverage in 2015. That's a lot of plastic bottles. That's a shit ton of plastic bottles. Anyway, uh, so seltzer sales are also uh, growing even faster. Uh, they're going at 42% over the past five years, according to research and consulting firm uh, Beverage Marketing Corp. So it seems uh, Miller Coors has come up with Henry's Hard Soda, an alcoholic soda brand uh, owned by Miller Coors, of course, and launched – sorry, Henry's Hard Soda launched this thing. It's the company's owned by Miller Coors. Um, it's a line of spiked sparkling waters called Henry's Hard Sparkling. That just sounds dumb. It's 93 calories, and it says make the light choice. So oh, it is, it is it's, a, it's, it's like a Henry's hard diet soda. Right. So it's, it's kind of, I guess, playing into these, you know, not your dad's uh, yeah. soda yeah, they, or whatever. Yeah, they're, they're along the lines with, you know, not your dad's root beer, not your dad's, you know, cough syrup, not your dad's purple drink. Right. But instead stuff. of doing the caramel coloring and the soda additives of caffeine they're just doing sparkling water is uh yeah. the, these are now in mm. stock at some of the beer stores 
I don't know. I haven't seen. I don't go into the uh, hard sparkling drinks. <laughs> sparkling water well, if, section. If they're in a store, this is uh, next week's homework. That's just craziness. Uh, yeah, I'm on vacation. Right yeah, exactly. Can we, can we skip that one? We had a hard time with the hard ciders, Calc. Pussies. Yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait a minute. That's we, what it was. We, we had a hard time with ciders. That's right. Calc didn't get the ciders, even though he picked the ciders. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And then, he, and then he does it like two weeks ago, right? I made, yeah, 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 I was going to say, I made peeper. it up with the uh, straw man <laughs> oh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, Let's get into some movie talk. Calc, did you watch anything this past week? I did not watch any movies, no. All right, Pidge. Transgender clown porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I caught the I caught Deadpool again. I was watching Okay, so that's a no. Uh, I caught Fast and Furious 6 on TV. Okay. Nice. Uh, I don't know what it is. Sometimes I miss with, you know, kind of binging all this Netflix and, and all these apps that you can get on Xbox don't and PlayStation and everything commercials. else. I kind of do. I kind of oh, miss like, yeah. you know, every 15 minutes being like, oh, I can get up and go get a drink of water right now. And I have to worry about just saying pause or, you know, just that and the <laughs> oh, other thing. Oh, boy. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of the nostalgia factor, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe whatever. Anyway. So, yeah, Fast and Furious 6. Uh, Whiskers while. actually watched it, watched it with me. <laughs> she was like appalled at how bad of, you know, just ridiculous, I should say. Not so much bad, but how just ridiculous the story is and stuff, or at least how... You know, all these guys were gangbanger, kind of car thieves, racers, and all that shit. And then they've turned into, like, these law-abiding... Superheroes, you know, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where, like, he, he's Dom's driving with the door open, he smashes in the median, jumps over a split highway that's 400 feet off of the water, and catches his girl midair. It's just like, what? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Did you see uh, Furious 7? Yeah. That, um, I have not. Wait, is Furious wait no, I didn't. That's six is the six. one with that like wedge car that's kind of set up like a uh, yeah seven you know, car. Seven's the one where they go to Abu Abu Dhabi. Oh, so that's the one with that. Okay, race no, car. I didn't see that yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that <laughs> so one. Okay, yeah. You guys got to so. you got to watch that then because they get even more superheroish. Wait, is that the <laughs> one where he jumps from like skyscraper to skyscraper? In in a in a car. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, isn't it? It's got to be. Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons why I think what is I mean, Furious Eight was already out, right? I have no desire to see these anymore. After the after seven and after the whole Paul Walker send off thing, I'm I'm done with the Furious movies. Kel- Kelk's, Kelk's a huge Paul Walker fan. I am. <laughs> Into the Blue was what your favorite movie of him? Yeah, I was just I was distraught once he died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I told Whiskers when we're watching, I'm like, babe, it's not for one the bad acting to the crazy just heroic crap that they're trying to pull off and be like okay yeah these are just regular guys it's more like a car movie it's like you're watching it just to see the cars (laughs) exactly just to see like wow wow i could do that to my car yeah i'm gonna do that you know what i mean i'm gonna put a spoiler on my corolla and make it go faster (laughs) i'm all right yeah i'm gonna get a corolla sticker to put across the top window in case people don't know (laughs) jesus all right anyway some movie news uh, some of Take Two Interactive's most popular franchises might soon turn uh, out. Might, sorry, might be turned into movies. Oh, I can I can think of one that'll be amazing. All right, uh, Take Two's gaming IPs include uh, games published by 2K Games, like Bioshock and Mafia, and Rockstar game titles like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Well, Lionsgate is already working on a Borderlands movie. We can't forget about that. Um, so that's one of the IBs as well. 
I think P- or Kelk would be Pidge, I should say, to start this off. I think Kelk would be pissed off if they made a Red Dead because it would totally cut into his uh, Westworld sales. God or his Westworld, too. <laughs> Goddamn right. And and that on the Borderlands movie, I mean, they've already made Mad Max, right? So like, mm-hmm. yeah, Borderlands is not Mad Max. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Borderlands has Salvador. I think I think Bioshock could make for a good. Uh, that's a good what movie. I. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I was gonna say. The, that was Bi- more over Mafia and more over Grand Theft. I think Grand Theft should be just be left alone. The storytelling yeah. that they do in the game is you know great. Red yeah, Dead, if you wanna, kind of, if there's you enough do Western like, movies out there. I mean, if you want to do like like a short series in between games, like in between Vice City and and uh, San Andreas, like what happened in between there, like little short comic things or something, I'm okay with that. But don't don't go make it into movies. That's, right, that's right. A, that's a no yeah, and with Mafia, it's like you already have like The Godfather and Sopranos yeah, and stuff. You don't, you don't need to go ahead and make another one. So I think we all agree that Bioshock would be good, maybe by Gore Verbisky or something. The director who did the Cure, that movie that was just out, looks crazy. Mm, okay. Or David David Fincher, maybe. Fincher. I'm, I have, I, yeah, I have this director. After in my, he makes I can't Animal Crossing. What the hell his name is? No, you got uh, to have Christopher Nolan do Bioshock. There or, we go. Do a whole Inception dream within a dream thing. Oh, uh, see, I was thinking, who's Calc, Who's that guy that did uh, Pan's Labyrinth and um? Oh, Guillermo del Toro. Del, yeah, Del Toro. I yeah. think that'd be a good one for him to do. Oh, let's ask Calc, not Pidge. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, okay, more news and uh, movies. Donnie Darko, the 2001 cult classic sci-fi film starring Jake Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal, whichever, uh, is returning to theaters in honor of its 15th anniversary. That's kind of crazy. Have you guys ever seen this movie? Yeah, it's, it's really good. I, I have it. not seen it start to finish. I've caught it parts of it. So you pigeoned it. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I definitely pigeoned it. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. no, because he didn't go back to it. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I will do like, oh, this week I watched the first half, and the next week I watched the second half. Yeah, at least I go back and finish yeah. it. So you calked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah exactly. I calked it. I, 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 <laughs> I caught part of it. I had no desire to finish it. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah. I want to see right. it. I heard a lot about it, but it is actually a decent movie. I mean, it it, it probably does have that cult following because it wasn't like a, a you know really well known or really uh, well. Um, was the advertised type of movie and stuff, but it does have like that cult following. Yeah, they said that it didn't do well in theaters because um, I think it came out in 2001, but it was at towards the end of the year, and that's the same time that there was like a huge plane crash called 9/11, and there was a big oh, yeah. plane crash in the movie too, or something like that. Yeah, well, does, does like a engine falls on them or something, right? Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> Told you, I saw some of it. All right. Anyway, the screenings will use a uh, 4K restoration of the film that was released on Blu-ray last December. I, and I'm not going to go to theaters just to see this. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather just watch it at my house. TV movie or TV watching. It looks like both of you watched something. What'd you guys watch? Uh, uh, how Calc says it, taboo. Taboo. taboo? Okay. Taboo. <laughs> I watched taboo. My wife and I have been watching, uh, been watching Taboo. Taboo. Um, is, the, is your wife is the, all uh, hot and bothered over Tom Hardy like my wife or what? No, no. I keep on saying it to her. Yeah, well, That's it, a fine piece of ace right there. Is it the blinged out jeans and t-shirts? <laughs> Ed Hardy. Got the, uh, the glitter wings on the that back of not, his t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. That joke's not going to get old for me. Room. Sorry. Um, I'm really enjoying it, but golly, I can't understand that British. <laughs> Oi! 
It's like, oh, go run, go die my own life. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Isn't it like a Victorian era Bane? He's like just, he's got this yeah, real it, deep, dark voice, you know. And he always goes. <laughs> how many? Uh, sounds like chalk on the toilet. Yeah. How how many episodes in are you guys? Five or six. Oh wow, you're almost done because it's only eight episodes for a season. Oh really? We just got to the one where. Uh, Okay, no, I can't because it'll spoil stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, Scott, you Scotchy, you got to check it out. It's actually pretty decent. Right, I think the the sister they, they do something to the sister. The husband does something to the sister. Okay, you're at that part. And then uh, on the taboo <laughs> talk, uh, <laughs> it was just renewed today for season two. Good. Taboo is renewed. Yeah. Taboo. Ooh. <laughs> All right, myself, I watched uh, the latest episode of The Walking Dead. Um, I watched some uh, Chillin' with Bob Ross. Is that what it is, Bob Ross? Chillin'. Yeah, Chillin' with Bob Ross. Chillin yeah, you haven't seen Bob- this on Netflix? It's really called Chillin' with Bob Ross? I don't know if it's Chillin'. It might just be Chill with Bob Ross. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of episodes together with him. Oh, <laughs> man, awesome. that's Kelt uh, tweeted out, Bob Ross. Yeah. And then I've been... Um, Binge watching Shannara Chronicles. <laughs> that Bob Ross, man, that voice just serenades you when you're really drunk. <laughs> man, it opens up everything. Pretty it's like I, I was working on the computer and Whiskers was playing uh, Breath of the Wild. So she's like, just put on something in the background. So I'm like, all right, let's put that on. And then I, I, I look over and she's not playing and I'm not working. We're both just watching Bob Ross. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And she's like, it's mesmerizing, babe. I'm like, it totally is. Pretty little yeah. trees. Pretty little yeah. trees. <laughs> It's that wrist, that wrist reflex reflection that he has going on with the trees uh, and the he hair. loves he loves uh, beating the brush too after he washes it. <laughs> yeah, he gets a little chuckle to himself every time he does it. That's awesome. Anyway, so yeah, I watched that and then and I've been binge watching uh, Shannara Chronicles. Did you um, weren't you watching Shannara originally, or is this your first? time? Yeah, through? but Whiskers said she's like, I just really can't get into it. She's like, I'm just not into it. So then I sat on it for a while, just thinking, okay, is she gonna come back? Is she gonna be like, all right, let's watch something new? Yeah. And just never showed any interest in it. So I just kind of restarted it myself. Yeah, it's and kind of like, all right, let me just check it out. It's pretty decent. It's not horrible, but you know. And it's um, Favreau, right? John Favreau is one of the producers. Yeah, or the director? yeah, he was like one of the executive producers of it. Yep, and right. It's got it has a very Lord of the Rings feel to it. Right. Crazy thing is, is I think well, not yet. Is it going to spoil? I don't think it's going to spoil where they are. No, no. Yeah, it's San Francisco. It's like right in like that California area. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Crazy, but it's like in the like way future. It's like yeah, like, like after the fall of man. It's like ten thousand years in the future or some bullshit right. like that. All right. Anyway, uh, in TV news, Ted McGinley, uh, the 58-year-old actor who played basketball coach Roger Phillips in the 1970s hit show. <laughs> what hit show? Anyway, said. Uh, Happy days. Okay. Netflix should make the classic sitcom their next revival project. Ugh. Revive Happy Days. Ooh. Sunday, <clears throat> Monday, Monday. No, 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 no. No bringing back Happy Days. He was saying, I, like, man, wouldn't it be cool to see what the Fonz looks like now? Like, we know what he looks like. You go see a Happy Gilmore movie or yeah, exactly. whatever it is. <laughs> that's like <laughs> Daddy that's, or Henry Winkler's and all those. Oh, that's hilarious. That's up there with certain 80s movies that should not be brought back either. That's, mm. Happy Days is a classic. You don't, you don't mess with that. That or Mork and Mindy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. they should bring back with the original cast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Robin Williams is pulling back out and get him acting again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dust them all off. right. <laughs> Jesus, 
Comfy Couch review of Everything Must Go. Calco's money. Yes, I owe money. I just yes. I couldn't pull myself to do it. Pidge, did you add that little you list already? Yeah, I added the, his five bucks. <laughs> um, all right, Pidge, what do you think? Uh, at first, I said it was a a yay because I watched like the first hour. Okay. And then the last part just maybe turned to a nay. I mean, it started off good. It was like everything just happened to this guy. It's like nothing could go right. And then all of a sudden, it was just like a feel good story. And maybe because it was Will Farrell, I was expecting more comedy. <laughs> it was more of like a serious role. All right. So you kind of went in with the expectation that it was going to turn into. I mean, the first first. What, 30 minutes of the movie was pretty funny. I was laughing a few times. <laughs> the downfall of this guy's life where he gets, <laughs> his wife yeah. leaves him and he loses his job and he's pretty much an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, um, living dad. in his front yard, shitting and pissing himself on his chair while he's passed out drunk. <laughs> <laughs> pissing in a koi pond. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess that's kind of comical. I mean, it was kind of a cool twist. Right. To know what, what, I mean, who his wife wound up with. Oh, yeah, but, that was fucked up yeah um but i don't know i'm i, I just saying that i i it would, if it was like an hour and 10 minutes i'd probably say yay but it was an hour if, if they would if they would have cut out the happy ending and everything else you would have been happy laughing at the other down but uh, try yeah, if like the pregnant woman like you know beat him up or something or did role playing Let, like left her boyfriend neighbor. and took him in husband yeah the role, role playing like the next door neighbor. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, it hurts. Let me get some wine. Let me get some wine. <laughs> See, that was kind of funny. <laughs> He's just sitting yeah. in the back window watching the neighbors. Yeah, the best part is when he knocks on the door the next morning. He just doesn't say anything. Just nods. Yep. He's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he stares at his wife's chest. <laughs> nods. And then he got the electric electricity from next door from them. <laughs> After that, because he didn't want that yeah. coming out. Yeah. Yeah, but the um, other thing is, how did he get a phone line that long to work? Huh? What phone line? He was using a phone to order like Chinese food. He used a phone line to uh, call. Oh, wasn't it the wireless one or whatever? Yeah, but he has. Oh, I guess he plugged it in close to the house. I don't know. So you guys, are, was, you guys like, are kind of selling it to me now. I may actually check it out because it sounds pretty good. I mean, it, it, like I said, it's, it's not. Okay, it's not but, a comedy. Right. Don't go in there with the expectation of a comedy. No, yeah, the whole I, beginning I, I of it's like depressing, and then it's got the happy ending ra- wrap up. Yeah, I wouldn't just think comedy, go in there. but it's just the way like things kind of happen and the way Pigeon's pitching it. It's I, I'm sure I'll find some like humor in the incidents that you know this guy goes through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course he will. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, on yourself, just because you guys were both nays, I was a yay. Well, Calc yeah. didn't, or Pid, Calc didn't watch it yet, but. Um, I was yeah, just because it's something different. It's it's, it's not the, the typical comedy of Will Ferrell where he's just over the top with everything. But that yeah, that's why I might decent. like it. That's why I'm saying I might like it because I don't like his over the top comedy. What would you it, think of him in um Lego Movie? In the Lego Granted, movie, he wasn't on screen the whole yeah, time. Yeah, no. in the Lego Movie, that was kind of like it fit that role, so I was okay with it. I think it's just okay. seeing him act out and go over the top with shit just kind of annoys me. I'll Drink leave it at the this. tank. That was so good. I'll leave it at this. It was a decent movie, but if, if they said to watch it again, I wouldn't. So it's a nay for me. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so our Frog of Destiny pick was myself. Uh, so I get to pick the movie again for this month. Uh, so the movie I chose was The Place Beyond the Pines. It's on HBO, guys. That uh, is uh, the Gosling one. and... Is that Gosling? Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Gosling and um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Old Blue Eyes. Well, he's young Blue Eyes, I guess, right? Don't want to kick Frank out of the way yet. 
There's a chick. Uh, it looks pretty one. decent. Who's the it's, chick uh, I think Gosling's like a um, uh, a trick motorcycle rider who's trying to take care of his family or something like that. Who's uh, who's the female actress in that? There's a. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Because I've always been eyeing that up, and I heard it was like a decent movie. But now that you've assigned it as homework, I'll. Uh... Yeah, I wanted to take uh, make sure it's something decent this time. I, I hate the nays and stuff like that from you guys. So no, trying no. trying to upsell this time. <laughs> no Bill Murray and no Will Ferrell's. <laughs> you know, there was a Bill Murray movie that I saw that was kind of like a. Mm, hey, it could have gotten by, but I'll tell you what. Rock the Casba, I was a fan of. I thought that was a pretty decent movie. No. You just didn't like the other one where he was the drunk old man. Well, I saw parts of St. Vincent. I didn't get to watch the whole thing. So Okay. But from what I saw, it was good. I, he's good in that type of stuff. So I really don't right. have a, I don't really have a thing against Bill Murray. Bill Murray he's funny. Um, You're just Bill Murray out for me choosing it all the time. Yeah. But uh Scrooged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's two. Okay. Anyway. All right. So uh yeah or nay in the beer. Yeah. Go ahead. It's a yay. I uh, there was two more bottles left at the place. I might actually pick one up for you. Um, this was that Scottish ale from Magic Hat, and it it's actually they they say in the video online and on the bottle that it's got a <clears throat> it's it's made with a dry hop, like a hop that really comes forward. Okay. So you uh, imagine the Scottish ales that we've had, where you have that the caramel and the chocolate malts and stuff. It's got that sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. But so now picture taking that and mixing it with an IPA. Okay. And you've got that. Can't, I, I can't think about it. You've got that IPA hop bite to it, but it's not like overpowering because you get some of those malts of the caramel. And the but chocolate. do you get the, do you get that hop flavor like you do with the uh, IPAs? Yes. Yes, you do. You get the hop flavor, but not the, not the hoppy bite. The bite. Yeah, so okay. I would actually hmm. very highly recommend this one. All right. Uh, myself, I'm a yay as well. This is a, a a nice brown ale. It's it's pretty simple. I think I reviewed it or on my review on Untapped, I said it's nice and easy, smooth. Uh, it has a little bit of a coffee hint to it, um, but it's just I mean for the 7.5. I mean most browns I don't think were uh, are are typically around five. I could be wrong there. I think anybody. No, who's I think I think browns are around of, seven. Are they typically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say anytime I've brewed, I've brewed brown, it's always come out of like um, mid to low fives or six at the most. Um, but yeah, anyway, this is a, this is a good brown out. Give it a try if you get a chance. All right, let's get a refill. I'm just going to finish mine cause this is a big bottle and, uh, we'll be back with let's talk games. For more from the Loda couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. If you like me and would like to follow me on Twitter at pigeon peg leg and also on Twitch, pigeon peg leg, pigeon peg leg. Hey, this is Scotch Hound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at ScotchHound underscore LC or on Twitch at Scotch Hound. All right, we're back with Let's. Let's. Talk. Talk. Games. Games. All right. Uh, Pigeon, you want to leave us off with what you're drinking? I'm, I went to my brown ale. Um, it's called Bravo from the Firestone Walker. Thank you. Thank you. Firestone Walker Brewing Company. It's an imperial brown ale from Paso Robles, California. Dark reddish brown, and it's 13.2%. Dang. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's uh, Here's a little snippet. It's uh, released February 4th, 2017. It's very, it says very limited, only 12-ounce bottles. So we proudly present the 2017 vintage of Bravo, our imperial brown ale, aged in retired American oak bourbon barrels. 
Although Bravo was first strong ale brewed for our anniversary ale blending program over 10 years ago, it has yet to see its own bottle release until now. Balancing rich, toasty, and chocolate malt flavors and a gentle balance of noble hops, Bravo is brewed to showcase barrel flavors with massive bourbon barrel notes that morph as the beer warm warms in the glass. So we'll see over time how it goes. See how much it morphs. I was going to say, why don't you give us initial impressions then? Yeah, I'm going to initial impression. Uh, you definitely get the bourbon barrel taste, and I do get it's like a it's like a chocolate caramel taste okay. that I'm getting. But so initial impression, yay nay. Uh, shit, I'm on the fence here. I, I would go nay right now. Okay, right. Calc, what are you drinking? I'm finishing off the rest of that uh, we heavy champ. We heavy champ. Yeah. Okay, and myself, I got the uh, what known as big brown ale still. So right into gaming games. Games. Pidge again. Why don't you lead us off? What'd you play this past week? We played some division. Um, you and I played some division last night while Kelk was watching yeah, we did. dirty videos on his phone. <laughs> um, yeah, and we also played the Dark Zone together, all three of us. Uh, which, ever since the one point six update, was awesome. Or it could be a combination of that and our buddy uh, Hooligan Fish. Yeah, he was carrying his own pretty well. Yeah, he and what did he say? Didn't he say like he just got the game like three days ago or something? Yeah, he did. Right, definitely. All right, what else did you play? Uh, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh my gosh, Kelk! It's I know awesome. you said. Oh my god, I know. I don't. We we don't talk about system releases that often, but this game is definitely a system buy. I mean, of course, we're yeah, gonna buy a the system Xbox seller like crazy, man. Yeah, just for this. If you don't get another game for another year, year and a half. I'd be okay with that, to be honest with you, because <laughs> I just went to the first, the very first kind of like main mission in the story. You have to go visit Impa in the Kokriko village or whatever it's called. Yep. After you and make I, your way off of the first kind of introduction yeah, plan. Yeah. Which was an awesome introduction. It's yeah, like, it's super long, too. I mean, you could spend easily four hours easy. Yeah. Just exploring everything there and finding everything. Right. And it just teaches you the the, the mechanics and your special abilities. And then it's like here. Here's a world that's huge compared to any other Zelda game before. Huge that I've seen. Um, I've just been trying to go to the the the, ch- the trials, the challenges, unlocking the Assassin's Creed totem poles mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that. It was I the mean, thing. Uh, oh, the big totem poles that there were things up on top of. There was chests on top of. Not that. Not uh, where you unlock part of the map. It's like. Oh yeah. yeah okay. I got like you. Yeah, Eagle yeah. Vision. Yeah, your sink. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um. But my. Gosh, I haven't played it on the TV yet. I'm Jones in a player because I got the pro controller all charged up and ready to go. Mm. But it seemed like I just playing on the pooper and in bed. That's I was going to ask you about that because I was watching your unboxing video, which is hilarious. Uh, the charging it's terrible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it was hilarious for the fact that the camera positioning and that was about it. Otherwise, it, everything was pretty. And my decent. daughter with a Pokemon treasure map. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, the pro controller, you said it's a rechargeable pro controller. It's the, it has the charger built in. So is there a uh, a battery backup in the pro controller? No, sorry. The, you have the the controller, the, the grip. Yes, Didn't you no, get a chargeable no. version of the grip? Or is that just one that no, plugs in? Or does it have a battery attached to it? No, the grip is only for your Joy-Cons. Just so you don't, if you don't have a pro controller and you want like your hands. But I thought you said there was a chargeable one of that. There is. 
It's thirty dollars. I did not get it. I got just the one that came in the box. Now, with it being a chargeable, is it that the grip charges and holds the charge and then charges your Joy Cons, or does it have to be plugged yes. in to be doing the charging? It's it's the um, I think it's like a battery pack, the grip itself, and then when you plug your Joy Cons in, it charges your Joy Cons. Okay, so you, but you don't have to have it plugged in with the wire to do that. To do that. I don't. I don't while think so. From my understanding, is it just charges your Joy Cons while you're playing? While you're getting, okay, all right. Oh, but you didn't buy that. I did not buy. I just whatever I had in the. I might got the Pro Controller. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Hey, uh, what else? And then I played just some Dead Rising Four. Just until I, I interrupted. I don't know what it is. That, like even for the Legend of Zelda, I'm finding all those little flower, those leaf guys. Their their name. Oh yeah. Oh, name. what are they called? Seeds. Green. The K- oh, yeah. Kariko seeds or something or. Yep. The green, we'll call them the green leaf guys. I've been going around finding those guys. I got at least like 10 or 11 of them. Already. Nice. And um, it's just like collectible nonsense. And that's what I've been doing in Dead Rising. I mean, I know I'm progressing the story slowly, but I'm like getting all the blueprints. I'm getting all the 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 special weapons. So like I'm unlocking everything in it before okay. I'm like progressing. And I'm at like level 65 and only like 30% of the game. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, Calc, what you been playing? Um, only thing I've really been playing is what we talked about, Division. Uh, liking that. I don't. Again, I don't know if it's the one point six update or what, but Dark Zone feels a lot better, and especially feels uh, be- better. Well, once playing. you can mer- work your way into the map, yeah, because <laughs> well, those stupid freaking idiots that were just camping the entrance was ridiculous. Well, you know, you know what? It, was it's, it was kind of fun though, even though I hated it. Yeah, it's yeah going in as a group the last couple of nights, I don't even mind the people that are camping because it's, it truly, it becomes a PVP. No, no, f- because we got pwned every time that we went in the dark zone before this patch. Well, it, it, oh yeah, well, true. In a group of three, we went in, there's one guy there and just destroyed us. Yeah. That said on top of the fact that when you went in the dark zone, you always lost XP and money. Yeah, and, and the fact which, that which the, always prevented us from going in. Exactly. Then that's why we were just like, "Well, screw it. We're not even going to go in there. It's not worth it." But now that you can get, you can get yanked or killed, and you don't lose your money or your XP. It's you not just a, lose whatever you found. Yeah, you just lose what you had on your backpack, which is no big deal. So, I, I actually really am enjoying it now. Uh, I'd, I'd definitely be willing to give it another month or so to you know try and complete out some of the stuff, and then maybe get into Wildlands. Sometime in April. Man, this guy really is pushing a while in. I say we don't get. I say we get it for the PS. God, <laughs> done. <laughs> sure. Um, the other game I played was Bridge Constructor on my Windows phone. It's you got an engineer. It's one of those little build the bridges scenario type of games. And send send a truck over it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, like the different cars, right? The cars further along. The, the trucks. Was, uh, yeah. It was one of those uh, like pooper apps. Uh, our bathroom at work doesn't get uh, Wi-Fi or... Oh, you can play the Switch at work on the pooper. Or, or it doesn't get uh, <laughs> Wi-Fi or our cell signal, so I can't play Age of Empires on the pooper. So I yeah, have you have to have it built in. Yeah. Or built on. So I got the, got the bridge constructor to play for a couple minutes. Get the Switch and do it. Uh, myself, I played uh, Breath of the Wild as well. Uh, also, you, have you been playing it on the tablet or on the TV? Yes, over the weekend I played on the TV, um, but most of the time at night it's on the tablet. Yeah, how is it on the? How's it look on the TV? I'm just I'm dying to play on the TV. It looks good. It really does. Um, I mean, it, you know, what it looks the same. It, as what the controller are you using? The Joy Cons with the grip? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just Joy Cons separately in your hand. No, with the grip. 
curious how, uh, how it works with like the joy cons like separating your hand i was gonna say so yeah, it's it, like, it's, it's a little confusing i mean it's not because i'm kind of used to playing with the uh the wiimote no, with it the, is. The I, nunchuck. I, mean, I was thinking of, yeah i was thinking about it though like i was like okay it's attached to the tablet if i took it off how it'd be too weird i i need yeah, something the, in the middle the thing <laughs> i like though because sometimes i don't know what it is if, if you guys get this or not but when i'm playing for some reason my arms are usually bent at like a 90 yeah. And after a while, like my elbow would start to hit a little bit. Like it was just start to ache from just holding my arms like that all the time. A little carpal tunnel in the elbow there. <laughs> so I don't know if like having the Joy-Con separate where you can just kind of hold your hands wherever you want and then just kind of still do the controls and stuff. If that would Sit be... them under your butt. Yeah, if you want to. Why not? Is, the, uh, is the Switch getting like heavy use in the bed now that it's like fully portable? By me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Whiskers my God. Is usually asleep at that point, but yeah. I know it's um, gimmicky, but this was a good choice, man. It really I, was, I just especially the price point. All the other games, Mario on the go, Minecraft on the go. Oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, I also played uh, Project Cars. I got started in that, and I started. How's in, that with, uh, compared to Forza? I like it because it's. Uh, I started at cart, so I started at the lowest of low, and I'm I'm just racing go karts right now. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, and I'm just trying to build up my character. Like I'm starting to get uh, fans and stuff like that, and graphically, it's not super impressive it looks good it's not super impressive uh but and the driving mechanics i still have to get used to i don't know if maybe using one of the older controllers would be a little bit better than the pro controller just because um the elite the, the, yeah the elite controller just because the uh the steering it's I, almost too tight i've heard project cars is very tight and very realistic compared to they said if you go back to forza after project cars it feels very floaty right and and the thing is is with the elite controller you know how there's that spring back yes yep it's almost too much with the project cards. Like if I go into a turn and then I let it spring back by itself, like he starts to verb, uh, veer the other way. I'm like, no, probably and plays pr- tailing and stuff. I'm like, damn it. Probably plays really well with a steering wheel. Yeah, probably. Uh, and then I also played some skate three. How was that compared to like the Tony Hawk series? Cause I know that was like a rival going on. Uh, I haven't played Tony Hawk in years. I don't think I've played Tony Hawk since like PS two. Um, how's it compare? Jeez. Uh, it's, it's okay. It, um, I kind of got stuck in the, uh, uh, the uh, track or ramp, uh, designer. Okay. Cause you can go into this one area, like library and you can set up like your own, uh, like track or ramps or whatever, you know, like your only, your own fun park. I kind of got stuck on that for like an hour or something like that. So I, I know your son's been playing the crap out of it. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> he loves the crap out of it. He, he always runs around. I'm like, dude, is this a running game or is this a skating game? Can you bail off the skateboard like mid jump? Mm, yeah, I think so. And then uh, like you look like a Jedi and you can hit the button and it calls it back to your hand. The skateboard just comes flying out of from wherever the hell you left it back to your hand again. <laughs> He's like, Dad, look, I'm a Jedi. I like it's that little side scroller skateboard game that you guys had on PS4. Ollie Ollie. Oh, yeah. That's yeah Ollie Ollie. Yep, yep. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> it is. All right. Uh, comfy couch review of Gears of War 3 co-op. Co-op, yes. This is the game that I chose because it was the month of love and black history. Right. So, Kelk. Um, I'll hit it real quick and let you guys get a little more detailed. It's, real quick. It was a yay for me. It's, uh, I, I love it. It, it's still, it looks great being backward compatible. I think it right. still holds up really good. Uh, I love the, the old, you know, gear soundtracks. I just love that. The tone yeah. and that music that sets the, you know, the <laughs> overall scene. Can't get enough of the gore. The only thing I, I I'll pick on, and I always did hate it, was the rodeo run. I'm not a big fan of it because of the sticking to the walls and the cover. 
You're not that good then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not as good as Pigeon, but oh, but overall, uh, Woo, baby, it's it's really good, and the co-op just makes it so much more fun. Yeah, Pigeon, I, I would agree. Um, I actually like the rodeo fuck and the cover mechanic. <laughs> I mean, rodeo run. Um, it's it kind of like set the. It was like that's the turn and point gears, like the cover, and then it just going to evolve from there. Uh, yeah, I know I it's, I know it's their trademark. Forward. It's their trademark thing. I just don't like the mechanism of getting stuck to the walls. Yeah, I, I, I okay, I agree. Um, and I like playing co-op campaign. I think every game from here on out should be co-op campaign. Um, now that Wait. now that we touch this a little bit with the co-op campaign like that, are you excited for Crackdown Three? Yeah, is it co-op campaign? For crackdown three when it's yeah. first announced. I'm just excited for crack. Yeah, no, it's gonna it's gonna be uh, co-op agents. They said. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Oh, I can't wait. I love me some crackdown. Mm. Um, like like you said before, the graphics still hold up, but I did notice some wonky audio. Um, I don't know if it was just like some kind of like weird piercing noise when it, when it got too high, but mm. it just didn't match up. Um. And like you said, the guitar riffs when all the enemies are dead. Yeah, this is awesome. How about you, Scotch? Uh, I'm a yay. Uh, Still a great game and holds up graphically, like you guys both said, uh, for the backwards compat play on Xbox One. I thought it was was nice. It actually, I mean, it probably looked better than it did on the 360. Maybe I'm just not remembering it correctly, but I I didn't think it looked bad for as uh, old as the game is. Um, Right. It's so much better playing co-op, as you guys both said, uh, not yeah. having to worry about Rambo Dom killing uh, the KD ratio. <laughs> He's such an you know, idiot. Run out there, I'm down! Like, you idiot! <laughs> stay back here with the rest of us, you moron! Maria! Although, I could uh, I could blame, blame Pigeon for that same thing. Yeah. He's always up at the front of the pack. Say, out there we, shooting we have our own everybody. Rambo, for sure. <laughs> but at least yeah. he makes it back to pick a, a brother up when he, um, you know... When you a know, calling, whenever, yeah, exactly. Whenever something happens, or they they spawn behind us, and you know you don't know it until you're down, and then he has to come back and get you. But yeah, yeah. so I don't I don't revive Kelp though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so the Jack Mayhoff picker was Pigeon. Yeah, and your game pick for the month? Any Connect game. Okay. The underrated Connect. We are gonna play any Connect game. Okay. Even if it's something we played already. Yes, but you just gotta, you know, play it again. You have to actually play it. Okay. Yeah. Time, time frame, anything required? Because I know you put that requirement on. Uh, what the hell was that? Uh, uh Outlast. Would yeah, you put two least, hours on there minimum? Yeah, play at least two. Hours. Like Cal probably would have played like an hour. Like, oh, this is enough for me. It's too scary. <laughs> no, just I mean, just get into the game. Like, if it has a story or something, yeah. get into the story. At least tell us, like, oh, the tutorial was great. <laughs> right. That's kind of okay. what we did with that. Uh, uh what was that? World lock, Earth, Earth lock, or good Earth lock. I couldn't even get out of the damn base. Festival of Magic or something. Yeah, so just just get into it for a few hours. Okay. All right, Sony news. Yeah, exactly. Get off our rear ends, which is uh, we all get into that later. Uh, Sony news. Uh, I'm gonna say that near near Automata players can discover a secret shop that sells trophies. That's awesome. Where's After the beating the Near Automata three times, a secret shop can be accessed that sells trophies in exchange for in-game currency. Microtransactions. Yeah, real-world money cannot be spent in this store; only currency earned within the game. Mm-mm. Thoughts? Like, as uh, in, a lot of, is that in like the Sony trophies, like which are equivalent to the achievements? Yes. 
So they oh. so they let you oh. they let you buy achievements. That's kind of stupid. I thought it was in-game trophies. No, well, it's well, come in on, the game I mean, itself. Yeah, I, that's the thing that's kind of annoying with some games, and I know it's I get it, it's not like it's purposeful, but I get frugal sometimes when I'm playing to where I just have stores of money. I know Pigeon does the same, especially in Division. How much money do you have in your person? I have like three hundred eighty thousand. Yeah, so it's like you know you're you're saving all that money up. Wouldn't you like to be able to do something with it? Yeah, because when I spend it, I feel feel bad that I spent it on something. I'm probably just gonna find about three minutes. I make them. I make them recalibrate everything. Not anymore. So what do you what are your thoughts? I like it. I like this idea. I don't know. I'm on the. I can get the Chiva. I can get the Chivas in the division that I'm never gonna get, or like flawless raid. Uh, raid. (laughs) Destiny. (laughs) Oh yeah. Nice. Now wait, you, you can. Okay, so you can spend the currency on any of the trophies. It's not just something where it's kind of like a uh, a mystery mystery box. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Not, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm a fan of that. But Cuck's Cal- mm-hmm. a Xbox fanboy purist. <laughs> I think. I think if they do it, there's got to be some kind of way to not be like all games are gonna have to be guaranteed that you can't go ahead and just uh, you know, spawn uh, you know, like the hell, like the cave in um Destiny. Oh, okay, yeah. I see. What the hell was that? Where they just kind of went and uh, they were like, they yeah, kept they going back kept to the cave, spawning, and then they kept on getting uh, the uh, engrams. Right, exactly. It's okay. it's it almost have to be like a uh, a guarantee that you, there's not going to be any games that you're going to be able to get in current or like, currency from where you can just completely take advantage of the system and have all the trophies that you ever wanted. They should have like a little symbol or something next to them showing that you bought it, not earned it. Uh, maybe should it's they, like have, a different should they have a little symbol for all the basketball and? Football, oh, I know. I know. Maybe, players, maybe the so... trophy should be green with a dollar sign on it. There you go. Money green. No. Money green trophy. Exactly. Yeah. Call it the, the kelp cheat. <laughs> 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 All right. Microsoft News. Voodoo Vince remastered will release for Xbox One and PC on April 18th for $14.99. Oh, for 15 bucks? Yeah. yeah Voodoo. Voodoo Vince wow. launched back in 2003 for the original Xbox. This remastered version features updated visuals and will run at 60 frames per second. Whatever. Additionally, the game will be uh, presented in a 16 by 9 aspect ratio. How many T-flops? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say anything about it being released for uh, that's, Scorpio. That's actually that's intriguing for a $15 price point. Yeah, I was going to say, this is one like, I never played it originally, but I think this is one you got to Think about maybe picking up, especially since it's got the updated visuals. On the loaded couch account? There, there you, mm-hmm. go. There you go. Maybe maybe I'll pick it up for all the uh, movies I skipped out on. <laughs> I think I think uh-uh. Scotchy owes us like uh, a Scorpio system for each of us at this point. Oh, jeez. <laughs> How many games we bought? Jeez. Yeah, on the, on the, yeah, I'll have to find a sale day like you guys uh, found. Well, I don't think Pidge did on his calc locked out, right? Dude, I dropped over like a hundred bucks so far. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we dropped we dropped a pretty penny on them. I mean, Kelp dropped like six, like thirty-five bucks. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, the first officially announced game for Project Scorpio is. Come on, go. It is Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Mordor. Yep. See, Mordor. Uh, <laughs> the the sequel to the Mordor uh, out of nowhere game from what? How what was that? Two years ago now. Two or three? I'll look it up. I think it's two or three years. Yeah, we're at 2017. Yeah, I'm gonna say two. Yeah, so it was originally the what was it? Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor, yeah, uh, yeah. which had the Nemesis system. 
that everybody right. came like again like i said 2014 uh, yeah came out of nowhere oh, it was 14 so it surprised a lot yep. of people and uh, Pigeon, you picked it up, I think, on the sale, right? So we have it on. Yeah, the- I picked it up on the sale, and I actually played it um, when it first came out, and because I wanted to see what everyone was talking about with that Nemesis system, and right, it is so cool. Yeah, so they they were hyping it up, and they were saying, you know, stay tuned, we're going to show the you know first gameplay, blah blah blah. So they dropped it today, which is Wednesday, March eighth, when we're recording. And it looks really, really good. And I had actually... It looked good back then, too. It looked good back then. And I said something on Reddit yeah, yesterday before you know it dropped. I said, watch, they're going to show this thing, and it's going to be running on Scorpio hardware. And people are like, no, no, they're not going to say that. They're going to save that for the, you know, the announcement and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I understand that. But what they're going to do is show off the best-looking product that they can. Well, they always do. It's like even with car advertisements and stuff, they're like... You know, you can get this for $14,000 and then the fine print at the bottom model shown is $30,000. Exactly. I'll be back. Exactly. Okay. So they're not going to show you and say that it was Scorpio, but right. from what they showed, it looked spectacular. And No, you think it's going to be released for both though, right? It is. It's I mean, not going to be a Scorpio exclusive. No, 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 no. They, they, they said that it's coming to Xbox One and PS4 and will take advantage of the Scorpio. So it was like the first official announcement of a game that will take advantage of what Scorpio can offer. So that said, like I said, I think what they showed today was it running on the specs equal to what Scorpio would be. And I and they also, um, it just slipped my mind. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, uh, you said it's going to be on PS as well, so I'm yeah, it's assuming going to be on PlayStation as well. Yep, yep. Right, Pro and all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Microsoft also announced that they will have uh, the, all the marketing rights. Uh, exactly. To the game. That's that's what I was going to say. Um, that came out later this afternoon as well. So it, it's available on PS4. You know, but Microsoft kind of got the rights to the marketing. You know, I kind of how PlayStation got the rights to Call of Duty last uh, last cycle. So right, right. All the commercials you'll see for Shadow of what is it? Shadow of War. Uh it will have the Xbox logo. So it'll kind of give people the the whole premise and idea that it's, you know, maybe only Exclusive, on Xbox, but, but, but right, right. yeah, but it's not, but uh, Now, you had played uh, Shadow of Mordor. Were there any uh, DLCs that came out with that? I don't know if there were, and I, I only played it like for a couple minutes. I actually played it at Pigeon's house the one time. Because uh, I was wondering, um, with them doing that exclusive uh, rights to the game, if they'll do like they did with the Call of Duties and stuff that Sony did with you know all the DLCs come to there first. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, that's hard to say. I'm not, I'm not sure. Mm. Not right. not sure if they're gonna lock up like any types of specific things like that, but. Right, right. Hey, it I, seem like that type of game, kind of like Call of Duty, is definitely that type of game. Yeah. All right, Nintendo news. In Japan, there is an infamous gay porno called a mid, uh, yeah, a Midsummer's Night's Lewd Dream. Nice. Uh, the flick has spawned seemingly endless memes online in Japan. It appears like one of its stars is in the Nintendo Switch's photo album setup screen. <laughs> his name is go <laughs> it is kind of uncanny yeah that's very similar it's like 
<laughs> you think it was a joke? I don't you, because they said that like it's a, a big, like an mean, Easter egg it's an or endless something? meme online in Japan. Yeah, maybe they're not like easily offended, or their lawyers aren't too concerned about putting like gay porno into the the Switch album. But yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't think that would fly here in the U.S. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it is uncanny how yeah. close it is. Yeah, it's exactly his outline. So I mean, somebody, right, right. somebody would bitch and complain here. Right, right, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what's her name did for uh, GTA 5? No. What's her name? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. She needed yeah. more blow money, that's why. <laughs> nice. You can reach him at CelticFox underscore LC on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild game director, uh, Hyde, Hyde Morrow. I did it on purpose. <laughs> Fujibayashi showed that in order to test gameplay ideas and philosophy for the upcoming Zelda game, uh, Breath of the Wild, a 2D prototype was created in the style of the original NES, The Legend of Zelda. How awesome. What if they released that game in, like, DLC? I was, I was going to say they need to release that game in DLC. Even if it's, like, buggy or broken. Or even if they just release it as a uh, online download $10 game only, not even DLC for, like, the original game. Just like as its own game on the side. That'd be incredible. Anyway, Fujibayashi uh, demonstrated several gameplay experiments, and I'm sorry if I'm hacking his name, uh, in this 2D prototype, such as burning grass or uh, crossing a river using a log. Speaking of which, I hate those little log ships. They're pain in the ass. Oh, I didn't even try one yet. Is that how you got over to the snow mountain? Mm, no. Okay. I forget how I got there. I just ate like peppers and steaks. <laughs> Yeah, but how did you get across the water? Um, I think just walked around it. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, the game's art style, which should intrigue Kelk because he's the artist of the group, uh, wasn't the only aspect that involved plenty of experimentation. Before deciding on what would become uh, the art style of the game launching on March 3rd, the Nintendo team tried a number of visual concepts until they settled on Breath of the Wild's look. Uh, Satoru uh, Takazawa. Takizawa, uh, Breath of the Wild's art director, unveiled earlier visual styles the team tested out, including one dubbed Hyrule Wars and another alien-themed version called The Legend of Zelda Invasion. Additionally, he showed off different Link concepts, including one Metroid-esque iteration of the character. I I don't know. Do you think they really were like an alien invasion one or... I mean, because look at it. It's Link in his j- big giant bubble suit and his hat sticking on top of the dome, glass dome somehow. And he's even on a motorcycle and rocking a guitar. I don't know. I think <laughs> it's, I think this is just fan service. <laughs> to be honest with he's you. He's even on a motorcycle rocking the guitar. Um, maybe, maybe the alien one, I could see like the Guardians coming from the ship. See, like I was looking at that under the trial and error uh, clip that you have in there where he's looking at that big ship up in the sky. And I, I can see that more so than I can see, like you said, with the big bubbly-looking space suit with the bubble on top and the hat hanging out the back. Yeah. And there's like a little Metroid in the background. Right. Although I could use that dirt bike to get around, though. <laughs> it's like yeah, a, it's like a Daryl Dixon bike. <laughs> <laughs> totally is. Heck yeah. But yeah, they, they really need to release that 8-bit. Uh, it's almost top-down, axonometric-looking version of the game. Yeah, that, two, that 2D game. Yeah, oh. It's so good. That looks awesome. awesome. Yeah, it does. <laughs> nice. All right, multi-platform news. Uh, Bungie has revealed the first details about Destiny's full, first full sequel. 
including what progression from the original game players will be able to carry over. Hmm. That's interesting. All right. Power, possessions, and uh, Eververse-related items and currency from the first Destiny will not carry over to the sequel. They will still be available on the original Destiny, though. Dump my whole character starting new. Yeah. Uh, however, Bungie will preserve character customization from the first game, such as the class, race, gender, face, hair, and marking selections for all characters that have been achieved or that have achieved level twenty and completed the Black Garden story mission will carry forward. They also plan to award those veteran accounts with honors that reflect your Destiny One accomplishments. Yeah, I would th- I would think that basically what they're going to do is allow you to bring that personalized character over but just say everybody starts from a you know scratch from a scratch from an equal ground so really your progression and stuff doesn't mean anything it it would be interesting if they let you bring over your outfit like the uh the colors that you had kind of found and stuff yeah i would think that the the colors and that again like everything related to customization yeah the shaders would be carried over but obviously they're going to reset all the characters back to Whatever the so-called level zero is going to be, no, right? I think I don't think shaders are carried over. I think it's just your your. No, player. I I I didn't say that they would or, or that they are. I was just saying it would be cool if they did. Just because I mean a lot of those are like found. Or maybe maybe they, what they say is that some of the accomplishments maybe you'll get rewarded with like certain shaders that right. But again, it'd be cool if you could bring some of your other old shaders because of how much fun they were. How would not you guys fun? But yeah, we did. Again, you're super quiet, dude. You don't. You don't play it. No, we did. We, we played the crap out of it. How many hours do you put yeah, in that game? We don't 60? play it. We had over 400 and something hours into it originally. How many raids did Jesus. you beat? Oh, my God. Three. I don't remember. <laughs> you didn't. You jerk. <laughs> All right. Beers. Calc. Yeah, it's still a yay for me. This is still a yay. really good. All right. Myself, I'm still yay. My uh, one in his big brown <laughs> ale. Uh, Pidge. Yay. <laughs> I did. I almost did. Um, it's a nay. But so it was started off a nay and it ended up a nay. Yeah, the that it, it, that alcohol is so smooth, and it freaking creeps up on you fast. Now, how did um did it like? Remember, you were saying the bourbon kind of uh, would you say it uh, matures? Okay. Yeah, matured with the warming of the glass. Um, did you notice that? Agree with that. You wouldn't. No, I just know that that it is. It is if you're a big fan of bourbon, this is for you because that thirteen percent, like I said, thirteen percent alcohol just creep up creeps up on you. Hold All on right. Calc, I'm gonna get a food pairing from you this time. Ooh. Oh boy. I'm torn on this one. Food pairing, food pairing, Scottish. You know what? I could actually go for like a battered fish. So I I'll say fish and chips. I have to come out black and blue. <laughs> Uh, you get it, Pidge? Do you get it? That it's battered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how do I'm you? Not that drunk. How do you batter a worm? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly you it. The shit out of it, like you. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, uh, let's get a refill, and uh, we'll be back with the brown breeze. For more from the Loda Couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Hey, if you like me, follow me on Twitch and Twitter at Pigeon Pegler. Yeah! <laughs>
What's going on, guys? This is Cataclysmic Doom. Make sure to check me out on Twitch and Twitter at Cataclysmic Doom. Hey, this is Scotch Hound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at Scotch Hound underscore LC or on Twitch at Scotch Hound. All right, while Pidge, while Kelk's filling out his beer, we're back with the Brown Breeze. <sighs> yeah, Pidge, what are you drinking? Ferns. Ferns. Uh, I'm drinking the same beer. Um, this Bravo. is like a yes, Bravo. Thank you. This is a it's the Bravo. It's the excuse me Imperial Brown now at thirteen two percent alcohol. Firestone Walker Brewing Company. This is a sipping beer. This is not like take take a like a, a good gulp or a big sip. Mm. Like like um, it said, it, it warms up as you drink it, so you right. should sip it. Uh, myself, I'm still in my wine of those big brown ale. It's um sure. it wasn't a huge bottle, but it, it's big enough. Yeah. So I'm still just drinking on that. And Kelk, as he's adding his, Kelk, you want to read it, or are you slowly typing, and I'll just nah, read it off for you? He's, I'm he's drinking the like uh, <laughs> drinking the Samuel Smith uh, <laughs> nut brown ale. <laughs> he's got to get all the foil off it before he can type it in. <laughs> exactly. Fuck foil. Glued on here. It says it's the old brewery <laughs> in, what is this, uh, Tad, Tadcaster, Northern Yorkshire. Ooh. Where's that, Antarctica? Oi! Exactly. Uh, This is is crazy. I'm reading the description on the website, too. It's brewed with well water. Real quick. Well water. The original well at the old brewery sunk in 1758. Still in use. (laughs) With the hard well water being drawn from 85 feet underground. So that's crazy. No, it needs to be be 500 feet. Who who drank (laughs) the beer the one time from the well from the monks? Where we yeah, s- it was like it was the 500 foot well. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the Saint Bird of this beer. Mm, yeah, Saint Bernard wasn't couldn't be 499. It was exactly 500. Had to be 500. That's right. And it's a five percent alcohol ABV. So it's best served at about 55 degrees Fahrenheit. So and that's what you have your third of fridge set at, right? Yeah, exactly. Got to let it warm up <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get right into um, the. Diary of the Mouth. Yeah, there you go. And uh, let's start off with Paris has new a, a new weapon in its long-standing battle against Les Pipis sa- Sauvages. Pipis Sauvages. Yeah. Or Wild Peeping. A prohibited practice of urinating in the street. <laughs> wild peeing, not peeing. Oh, sorry. Wild peeing. Yeah, I had the Les Pipis Sauvages. Les Pipis going on some. Okay, yeah, Wild Peeing. Wild peeing. Was that where you spray it all over the place? Just wild peeping is where you're looking. (laughs) That's it, where you're just going around looking at everything. (laughs) Like you you throw open the women's door and you run into their bathroom. I see you! And then run back out again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, uh, Oh my gosh. You're a trator? A large box with an (laughs) a large box with an opening at the front, topped with an attractive floral display, has an added bonus of making public peeing acceptable. What's what do you think the floral an attractive floral display would be, Scotch? Something that can handle a uh, baby's breath. (laughs) (laughs) What what can handle uh, (laughs) overspray and splash? Uh, Yeah, that's what I was just trying to think. Something that's. Yeah, I can handle basic soils. Um, I don't know. All right. The miniature garden sits atop a closed <laughs> bin containing dry straw, sawdust, or wood chips that, after the passing of time and water, is collected and then transformed into compost to be used in parks and gardens. 
I think Scotchy could appreciate this. Yeah, this is actually pretty interesting. So, <laughs> Scotch, like, the, I need to enact this in my town. How, how the heck? I, I, I guess it's made for men only? Yeah, they said they're trying to find a way for women. It's kind of hard. Okay, I was going to say, it doesn't look like they could back the unless, unless you're that, unless the, uh, clearly... unless you're the woman from Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Who lifts her legs up and pees in the urinal. That's crazy that they have a public peeping or wild peeping uh, issue going on. I have to come up with this. Wild peeping. <laughs> yeah, no, a wild peeing issue going on in Paris that they have to worry about this. It's just crazy. It's a bunch of drunk skunks. They got to put a couple of these outside that the one episode we talked about the uh, the drunks. Well, your dad's the mayor. The drunks oh. that were pissing on the old church and wearing away the block. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> put this in place of that. There you go. Make like a fence of it. Uh, all right. Uh, the next one comes from our very own Pigeon Peglegs uh, dresser drawer. Uh, a company oh, in Japan. <laughs> company in Japan has manufactured underwear that has a camel toe shape on it. The fake camel toe mold. What are you French mold. now? Mold. <laughs> mold. Yeah. Which is made of silicone or thick fabric is sewn <laughs> into the front of the underwear. These panties have been tagged as. Party pants. So hot. Kelk, Kelk wears this with his dick eyeshadow or the dick <laughs> eyeliner when he goes out on Saturdays. Party pants appeal to the transgender market, so you go, specifically oh. men who are transitioning to become women. Oh my God. Would so, you, so Caitlyn Jenner has one of these? Those of them who want to conceal their manly parts use party pants. So Kelk, do you see the um, the clown midgets? Do they take the pants off and they see this when you're watching this porn? Rocket rocking the moose knuckle. <laughs> it's hilarious i used to in college i used to there's this website it's called rate my camel toe.com and i used to (laughs) i used to take a screenshot or copy the picture and then rename it as homework for like mechanical engineering (laughs) (laughs) and people used to open it Oh, or I used to get like big giant dongs and did it. Oh my gosh, because it was like a shared drive in the engineering lab. Oh my gosh, it was too funny. I'm such a child. <laughs> yeah, because you went to college when you were seven. Yeah, <laughs> you would think, right? <laughs> All right, questions from listeners. Oh, actually, let's just one more time. Party pants. Party pants. <laughs> All right, questions from listeners. Uh, at cut it out, quit it. Why am I writing this question and fact? <laughs> I just had my appendix removed uh, because I wanted to prevent it from becoming inflamed or even rupturing in the future because of because it's useless. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I'm an asshole because the fucking tiny flesh sack actually protects <laughs> beneficial bacteria living in the gut. Sorry. Peeps who have uh, an appendix tend to have higher concentrations of lymphoid tissue in their cecum. Uh, all right. Did you have yours removed? Calc, calc looks like a cecum. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have mine removed. My brother yeah, did. Nah. My brother did. Still got mine. I think my mom, I think uh, at Deb Selly had hers removed. She, uh, 
I don't know if it was uh, while she was pregnant and it like ruptured and she <laughs> she was like, oh, I got stomach pain, but I'll still work because my mom's like a hardcore worker. Yeah. It was like three days later when she was like, you know, doubled over and like so much pain. Three She's days like, after it ruptured, she could have died. Was, she was Chuck Norris's stand-in. <laughs> yeah. She, she, she could have died. She's like, no. hey, you know what? I probably should tell them about it. it. It's the other way around. Chuck Norris was her stand-in. <laughs> yeah. We should make Deb Sully like global status like Chuck Norris. Nice, yeah. We'll make it. We'll make a 365-day calendar of Deb Sully quotes. <laughs> we need to have a picture of her and just put that like as a meme. Chuck Norris was her stand-in. <laughs> nice. Chuck Norris is my body double. That's it, yeah. All oh right. Uh, no, so, Calc, you didn't? No, I still have mine. Right, Actually, if you go, if you go to our website on my homepage, you can see Deb Sully. So, oh, okay. But it has say, to be published first. I thought you were going to say your appendix. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for the question. At cut it out, quit it. <laughs> nice. uh, all right. The next question comes from at uh, aw uh, ping pong dong. Aw oh, ping pong dong. <laughs> the pollution here in China is absolutely terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Did you know that the Chinese city of Nanjing is getting a vertical forest? A set of two buildings stylized with around 1,100 trees and a combination of over 2,500 shrubs and plants. The Nanjing Towers will absorb enough carbon dioxide to make around 132 pounds of oxygen every day. Scotch, how would you... How do you maintenance these buildings, and what combo of trees, shrubs, and plants would you use? Uh, ferns. Um, ferns. Lots of ferns. Maintenance of the building. Uh, well, if it's done correctly, <laughs> you shouldn't need to maintenance the building. Rain barrels every floor. What's the... No, because it should have a semi-pervious... Uh, Soil in it, and then I'm all the plant material should not need a lot of water. What's take the, your license out of the equation? <laughs> what's the weight supposed to be on this? I mean, that's like a lot of weight soil and trees and water. Um, they kind of get around that by using a low weight soil, it's a very uh porous um soil, it, airy, it's got like yeah. a lot of foam pellets in it because <clears throat> it's a lot of that. You know, how they're doing those green roofs and stuff. That's a lot of the big concern right now is how much load. That yeah. the, uh, the plant material and stuff adding to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to take into consideration just the plant material itself. The soil and all should be fine. <laughs> so what trees, plants, and shrubs combo? Trees, I don't know. It depends on what climate you're in. Come on, we're in China. A lot, a lot of grasses. Bamboo. Of, Bamboo uh, trees. Reed grasses and stuff <laughs> yeah, like, like that. Like 17 pandas that are left on in the world. The, um, on bumping. the shady side of the building, ferns. Um, everywhere else, I don't know. You look up, baby's breath. Look up in the sky, and there's panda bears hanging off the side of the building. (laughs) There's Jing Jang, Jing Jang. Oh my god, it's pizzas. That's pretty interesting, though. I mean, this is, I think, where most of these green infrastructure things are starting to go. I don't think they're going to go to this extreme. Because we don't have carbon dioxide or uh, you know smog everywhere in the world. Would these things? Uh, would, would these buildings thrive on Mars? No, because there's no atmosphere. I, I no think Mars Jetty has one already erected. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'd, this is like kind of what the like 
you know, the, the green thumb tree huggers uh, expectations of what these green roofs are going towards. This is their expectations of what would be their ideal situation. Exactly. When, is, a, when, a roof, when a roof just isn't enough, you build a building. That's right. Exactly. It was crazy. When I was in uh, France and Germany, I saw two different uh, locations Boy. where they had done um, green walls. Like the entire wall of a building was nothing but plant material. It was pretty cool. Ivy? Mm, there was mixed ivy into a it too. Yeah. Yep, there's some of that. A whole bunch of different <laughs> stuff. It's like they create these pocket things. Baby's but... breath, moss, and ivy and ferns. <laughs> That's that all I know. What if the whole building is covered in poison ivy? There you go. Nice. <laughs> Keep out intruders. Yeah, then that means the U.S. shot bullets at them. <laughs> they planted the bullets and poison <laughs> ivy. Nice. That'd be incredible. All right. Well, thank you for the question. Yeah. Uh, at all ping pong dong. <laughs> Our last question comes from at Sean Cena. I am typically out of the gaming scene, but all my friends play WWE 2K, Madden, and the main FPSs. So when I got my hands on the Nintendo Switch, I was happy to see I'm not completely left behind from the gamer crowd. Anyway, what's that? Not many games out for the Switch. Yeah. Anyway, do you guys think that is still a target audience for Nintendo in comparison to the big two and computer games developers. Yeah. So, I mean, so I'm assuming he's saying, do you think the non gamers are still a big target audience for Nintendo? Like the, or th- the, the pe- per- persons who are new to gaming. I, I don't know if it's new to gaming, but I'm, I think what the target audience is for Nintendo is mobile phones probably dominates the earth. Okay. And why not make a mobile device that plays our first-party games? And let's court some of the third-party publishers and developers onto our system. But again, it's... I mean, for... I I can see where you're going with that. But for their ease of games, for the more of the technical, not just the easy, you know, uh, mobile games that that you're kind of talking about. Like with Mario, uh, Mario Kart and stuff like that. They always, Nintendo for some reason seems to lead the crowd on simplicity. That's what they are. So is that kind of their thing? It's just they're trying to make sure that anybody who picks up the system will be able to play that game no matter what. Because I mean, think about throwing like your Mm. grandmother into playing like uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. No, I don't. And then think think... of your grandmother playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but yeah, but. PS4 and Xbox One aren't doing that. They're not saying like, "Oh, we have the hardest hardcore games on our system." Come but play. they are more of a hardcore gaming console than Nintendo is. No, I think I think people are more used to touchscreens and tablets than they are with a controller in your hand and a big ass television on your wall. I think I think the I think like our parents are like, well, I mean, there's already more than two buttons. What am I gonna do? Right. But now, okay, now on that, have you on the Switch tried to use your touch screen? I have. It doesn't work for Breath of the Wild. Mm, it's no, all it controller. No, it is because they. I think they took away that feature for uh, some reason. I forget. There was an right. article about it. Um, or yeah, when the Joy-Cons are attached to it, you can't use the touch screen on like the home screen. Uh, you can. I thought you could. If I might have it turned off then because I was not able to when the Joy-Cons were attached. Oh. Yeah, I I don't know. I I thought I was able to do a touch screen with that stuff. Um, 
I don't know. I have to get Calc's opinion here because he's a Xbox fanboy. Yeah, I think he fell asleep. No. What do you think, Calc? Do you think the target target audience is just everybody? Where it seems like Xbox and PlayStation are kind of like, okay, we know who our gaming crowd is. We know that these guys are familiar with harder type of games. We don't have to play to like the non gamer crowds. No, I think they're. I think their targets always their their big IP following. I, I'm still concerned with where they're going to be with their third party support for the Switch. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, what, what's the next round of third-party game? September, October, November? Yeah, well, I was going to say holiday That's season. That's the first round, right? Well, holiday season when, like, all the big games come out and you get the third-party games. Like, I guess you could say, like, uh, the Middle-Earth Shadow of War. Like, there, there's a third-party type of game that's not being supported on the Switch, right? We don't you know. can say right, yeah, but we don't know because they are starting to add a lot of the games that are being supported on Xbox One and PS. Well, it could be down the road, but I'm saying like right now they've already announced that it's on PS4, Xbox, and Scorpio. So that's uh, I'm starting to be concerned. Like there's going to be a limited selection of third party. I mean, it'll be way more than it was on the Wii U. But no, oh, here comes I, the hate train. But I, st- oh, I still think their big focus is obviously their first party stuff. Not only that, I actually think. I think Cal, part of what he's saying is correct. I think they're relying, they're heavily relying on their first party stuff. I mean, let's face it. Nintendo but I'm asking not the, best not the games party. themselves for the like what the game is based on. I'm saying their target audience. No, but I'm, I'm getting to that point. If you okay, let me sorry. speak real quick, real quick, real quick. I th- I think they're heavily relying on their first party titles for the core gamers that know that they're going to get the Nintendo and they're going to be satisfied with the first party titles. However. I think what they're doing is they're going for these Nindy games, which is the indie game that they're doing. Yeah. Which are, could be on your phone as well. So if you translate, you know, these little simple apps, but a little more better, if you can say that, on your tablet, on your Switch, I think that's what they're going for. They're going for these like indie games, these short, simple, sweet games on your phone, on your tablet that you could take anywhere. Instead of having the kind of the base model game on your phone. I don't know. That's just. But again, it's kind of almost playing to everyone as your audience, not just. And again, I know. That yeah, well, I mean, that's everyone. what they did that for the Wii. I mean, the, the Wii sold like gangbusters. And I think that that's what they're trying to replicate here. Right. But I think the Wii also had on its side that big active. Um, yeah. Kind of like big, push, like showing people yeah. getting up off their chairs and stuff where I don't think they pushed that as hard with this as they did with the Wii, the original Wii. I play the Switch at the stoplight, so whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the question uh, at Sean Cena. Sean Cena. Thanks for that huge input, Calc. Yeah, you were good on that one. Sure. I think he's just I'm enjoying lo- his beer. Finally. Oh, you said Nintendo. I'm muting. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last round of yays and nays and the beers for those who changed. It's a, just Calc, I guess, right? Yeah, it's a yay for me. It's a... It's actually pretty decent stuff. It's Isn't this your? It's a Scotch ale, right? This is one of your favorite Scotch ales. No, he changed it up to the nut brown. This yeah, time. this is the, oh, okay. the nut brown. It's uh, it's a little bit on the drier side, but it's it's got like, like very nutty. It's got the nut flavors definitely in it. Um, <laughs> you like those nut flavors, don't you? <laughs> Manhood coming out of his mouth. It almost makes me want like a uh, cheese, some kind of cheese, like a like, like a cheese platter or something like that. We're going platter now, huh? Nice. There you go. All right. Okay. Switch it uh, up from fish and chips and and pork. 
So uh, that's the end of the show. Um, we're going. I'm going to end with a few things real quick. If you guys want to complain to us about our website not being up, you can reach us at CelticFox underscore LC. Um, otherwise, <laughs> nice. uh, you can reach us or at, at the, the little couch at Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you can reach us at the little couch at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach us at the little couch on Twitch, Twitter, sorry, not Twitch, Twitter, uh, or Pigeon Peg Leg at Twitter or everywhere. And uh, Scotchand underscore LC on Twitter. And as well. shout out to Hooligan Fish and Mrs. Hooligan Fish. Yes. And uh, all right, that's the show. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will catch you next week. Later. Later. Thank you.